We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hawks have led by as many as 18. Here's Bullock from three. And that will do it. Hawks take game three. Led by Trey Young, 105 to 94. Atlanta leads the series two games to one. Yeah, the Knicks have to do some soul searching. The best defense in the league coming into the playoffs was shredded tonight by Young and the Hawks. Okay, that's a final. Um, a very frustrating night, obviously, for the Knicks, especially with the starting lineup change. Um, beforehand, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement about Derrick Rose starting. Obviously, it wasn't enough. I have a lot of thoughts about this game, and I'm just going to get him out right away because let me tell you, um, and maybe some of them will be in this chat. There's going to be a lot of takes after this game. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of opinions, a lot of things to say, and they're going to be spouting off a lot of shit. Um, and I don't want to hear any of it because I actually think this is really very simple. Before I get to all that stuff, let me just say, first and foremost, Derek Rose, you know, it, this, this is now becoming one of the great, um, I don't know. It's becoming one of the great sports stories of, of, of my life, at least watching a guy who was MVP um, and then literally out of the league. He was waived. He was waived <laughs> um, is is the best player through three games, at least. He's the best player. And it's not close. He's the best player on um, a playoff team that is, you know, decent playoff team. They don't they look at it tonight. But they're a decent playoff team, and and he's the guy, and he's the man. And it's, again, uh, unbelievable. I mean, the Knicks, let's just – and this is going to relate to my my next point. Um, the Knicks tonight had 29 field goals. Derrick Rose had 13 of them. Let me say that again. Derrick Rose had 13 of the Knicks, 29 field goals tonight. You cannot say enough about Derrick Rose. 
You cannot say enough about it. The story that this is becoming, um, that it is, um, just an unbelievable job by him. Um, you know, and we have, of course, our first comment here in the Super Chat. Hush, Zoo. Can't wait for I've Got to Play Better from Randall. Hope they pause the Max Talks for right now. Seems like a quiet arena for uh, was better for Randall. Look, if you are going to uh, watch this game and then watch the last two games and you're going to say, all right, 10 out of 12 quarters, Julius Randall has been pretty bad. He's been pretty bad. He hasn't been able to – well, let's let's actually reframe that because he hasn't played bad. He's shot bad. So Julius Randle has had 12, uh, 10 out of 12 quarters that he shot the ball really poorly. Still trying to play the right way. He's still not, like, being selfish or anything. He's trying to make the right plays for his team, which inherently involves some selfishness. Shot the ball bad for 10 of 12 quarters. A lot of people are going to be jumping off the bandwagon and ignoring what he did in the previous 71 games. You're not going to get that from me right here. If you want me to be like, oh, hold on, Julius Randle, maybe not the guy you want to you know, have as the foundation of your team. I'm sure there's other live streams, post games, fucking places you can call in and bitch and moan about. Go there because you're not going to see it here. That's first of all. Second of all, um, the Knicks just completed a game. Again, I have to just say this for emphasis, in which they shot – 30% from three and 36% from two. And they faced a team in which that the team that they played shot 59% from three. So the team that they faced tonight shot literally twice as twice as well as the Knicks did from three and 52% from two. And this was a single-digit game in the – excuse me, not a single-digit game in the end. This was an 11-point game. This was an 11-point final score in which, again, the team that they played shot 50% for – over 50% from two and almost 60% from three. And this was an 11-point game in which they only gave up 105 points. So now is the time that I I say the thing that's going to get me a lot of shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. Say it anyway. The Knicks didn't play badly tonight. The Knicks shot abysmally tonight. The Knicks obviously could not buy a bucket. We could talk about why they shot abysmally tonight. We could shot about who we could talk about who shot abysmally tonight. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, but that's all they did tonight. They shot as badly as the Knicks can shoot, with the exception of one guy. The Hawks, again, literally shot as good as an NBA team can shoot. And you want to tell me it was because of shitty Knicks defense? Well, no, it wasn't because of shitty Knicks defense. Because if it was shitty Knicks defense, the Hawks would have scored 135 points instead of 105 points. The Knicks defense is predicated on giving up threes and and getting out and contesting those threes so that they're not wide open, which the Knicks did, and they ran out on those threes. And guess what? The Hawks hit all those threes. They made a gamble. It didn't pay off. We've seen this happen before this Knicks season, and guess what? The Knicks get blown out in those games, and they didn't get blown out tonight, which is what I find so astounding. I'm sitting here, and I'm talking about this game in which, by all indications, the Knicks should have lost this game by 30, and they lost the game by 11. I can't explain it because, again, no one on this team is giving you any confidence on offense right now, but but I feel really good going into game four. I know that sounds insane. But I feel really good going into game four. 
because I think the Knicks still have a sound game plan against this team, and it is going to require them at some point, obviously, to hit some shots. Now, I will offer one other caveat. Um, the reason why the Knicks were picked to win 21 and a half games before the season started, and the reason why even when they were winning along the way, you know, even right up until the playoffs, people were like, this isn't real, um, is because they have less shot creation than any team in the NBA. Let me say that one more time. The Knicks have less shot creation than any team in the NBA. Julius Randle is not a shot creator. Julius Randle is someone that manufactured offense based on the fact that he turned into a 42% three-point shooter and a 47% long mid-range shooter overnight. And because of that, he was able to draw defenders up on him. And when he drove the ball, the whole defense collapsed, kicked it out, guys were firing away, everybody was making shots. When you suddenly take away Randall's ability to make those shots and you take away the ability of the three-point shooters on this team to hit those shots, guess what? Your offense is going to go to shit, and the Knicks' offense has gone to shit, which is why, for as much as everybody was excited over the last several weeks about, oh, let's go forward with this team, and let's not add anybody crazy, and let's do this, this, and the other. No, 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 no. The Knicks need to add another supremely uh, talented player. They need a shot creator. That much, if anyone was off that train, I hope you're back on that train now. They need another guy. They need a guy that cre can create offense for himself because they don't have one right now, except for Derrick Rose. Um, and that was exploited tonight because we saw what could happen when a team bears down on defense in their own building, which the Hawks give them all the credit in the world. This is all going to be about what the Knicks didn't do on offense and what the Knicks couldn't do on offense and the shots they couldn't hit and this, that, and the other thing. Hawks played outstanding defense tonight. Outstanding defense tonight. Yes. Does it help that they didn't have to double anyone because they were just like, all right, if Derrick Rose is going to score 45 points and beat us, let him score 45 points and beat us. We're going to stay home on everybody else and let everybody else do what they're going to do. And if they, you know, yes, that helped. Um, but the Hawks played really good defense. Give them, give credit where credit is due. Um, were the Knicks tentative? Absolutely the Knicks were tentative. Uh, Emmanuel quickly fired away 1-3. One, 1-3. Three. One, three. Um, R.J. Barrett is a shell of himself right now. Uh, he's 20. He's going to be fine long term. This is not indicative of what he is as an NBA player. This is not indicative of what he's going to be as an NBA player. Right now, he's all kinds of in his own head. Can't get out of there. And as far as Julius Randle, look, Julius Randle's shot has abandoned him for all intents and purposes. He's a little bit in his own head, although maybe it's famous last words. I still feel like he is going to figure it out. There is something about how he's going about his business that makes me think that he is going to figure it out. And maybe I'm just buying a little bit too much into the previous 72 games and I'll be wrong. I think he's going to figure it out. I just think he's in a bit of a slump right now. Um, I do not think the playoff pressure is getting to him. I think he's just, he is not adjusting well to how the Hawks are guarding him and he needs to figure it out. Is he going to figure it out this series? I have no idea. Maybe it is. Maybe he isn't. Um, I don't feel like I don't feel like the series is over. I feel like the Knicks could still get buckets in a, in a from in certain ways, and we've seen them do it. They didn't happen tonight, and I get that. But if you give me just a little bit of shred of light from a couple of guys moving forward quickly, RJ um, Bullock start knocking down some threes. Bullock was tentative tonight. All of these guys played their worst games tonight. And, again, it was an 11-point game. Um, 
And the Hawks hit everything. I can't help but be a little bit hopeful after that. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe everybody in here thinks I'm an asshole, which is fine. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, let me get to some of the stuff in the Super Chat as I uh, open up Tibbs. And uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a short one tonight. Don Cappuccini, House Money, LOL. Um, house Money is right. Um, Rose has to come back and maybe Vildoza is an improvement from Peyton. I mean, thank God we didn't see off for Peyton tonight. I have to say very quickly, um, I saw in the pregame – um, Wally Zerbiak said something to the effect of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Alfred Payton's still going to have a big role tonight. That that work out for you. Um, maybe that they focus on, maybe with that, they focus, uh, the money on a second score wing guard. Yeah. I mean, that's what they need. Um, no, you know. There's, there's no, there's no uh, question about that. Varun Jane, Karma and all will come back to the Hawks. Bogdan asking for a replay, and they acting all tough. Taj and Tibbs going to run it back on Sunday. We win, I guarantee it. I think they're going to win the game on Sunday. I think they're going to win, or um, yeah, I think they're going to win the game on Sunday. I'll say it right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll go all Patrick Ewing on you. There he is, Patrick Ewing's right there. I think they're going to win the game on Sunday. Um, we'll see. Recording in progress. That's very nice. Um, Josh Levin. Any chance Tibbs goes back to Payton to keep – no, that, that ship is sailed. Payton, uh, let, let me say it right now. Alfred Payton's never going to play another minute for the New York Knicks. Um, or does that all really not matter if Randall doesn't play better? Yeah, I mean, this, this I don't think – like, look, let's – again, I didn't think I needed to say that this at the top, but let me just say it very clearly. If Tibbs doesn't start Derrick Rose in this game or Derrick Rose, you know – Actually, no. If Tip doesn't start Derrick Rose in this game, I think they lose this game by 25. Um, you know, it, Rose is the reason they were in the game. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the the conversation about did the move not work? I think that's that's very silly. If anybody actually has that take, they're like, oh, they 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 fucked up because they started Rose. I think that's about as dumb as a take as you can have. Stevens Guillaume, uh Payne. Yeah, you know what? It's fine. Andrew again peering behind the curtain. Texted me before the game. He's like, are you angry or sad? And I'm like, I'm neither. Um, I just, I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to be angry about the fact that they're missing shots? Okay. Uh, I guess. That's, you're, you're not, that's, that's not, it happens. It happens. Um, they're shooting really badly. RJ is in his own head. I don't think it's Randall. Um, Again, agree to disagree with me. Uh, Robert McGinley, silver lining, win or lose, the series is exposing some flaws, which is a good thing. Uh, rather have that than fool's gold and a comp uh, complacent offseason. Let's go Knicks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody running this team was under any kind of illusions that um, they were something that, that they're not. Uh, yeah, win or lose, um, or whatever they did in this series. Like, they know they need more help. Uh, I see somebody said, Tibbs apologies. What do you want Tibbs to do? Seriously, what do you want Tibbs to do? Tell me. Tell me, folks at home. What do you want Tibbs to do? Do you want Tibbs to, to, to pull his shot creator out of his ass? Um, yeah, he's a good coach. I don't know if he can do that. You know, yeah, there's going to be people like, how do you not attract, attack Trey Young? Guess what, folks? If you hide Trey Young on Reggie Bullock in the corner over here, that means it's on Reggie Bullock ultimately to do something. Because it, one of, there's one of two options. Either Reggie Bullock does something off the dribble, which Reggie Bullock can't do. And there's and whether it's Reggie Bullock in the game 
or quickly off the game or Burks in the game, whoever. There's always – or RJ even in the game. There's always – but they didn't put Trey on RJ, actually, because he could have done something. You That player has to do something off the dribble. That's not – the Knicks don't have that personnel. So then the alternative is, okay, you bring that player up and you try to switch it up top and you try to get Trey Young in a switch against whoever the fuck, Derrick Rose, uh, Julius Randle, whatever. In order to do that, the Hawks have to be worried about the player making a three from behind the arc, and no one on the Knicks can make a three right now. There's, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but Tibbs is a, a good coach. He's not a fucking magician. Everyone, coaches here, if you have a question, raise your hand and I'll unmute you. Everyone, coaches here, if you have a question, raise your hand and I'll unmute you. Mike, you put it in and out on that. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, I said, I'm very confident in both guys. You know, I see the way they work. And, uh, you know, I thought we got off to a, a decent start in the first quarter. And then I want to take a look at what, what happened in the second. You know, I, I thought we, you know, we, we didn't close the second the way we would have liked. And that, that set us back and that gave them confidence and uh, sort of changed the game there. So, uh, you know, we have to fix that. Ian Bagley. Tom, um, outside of that second half of game two, it seems like Julius has been struggling. Why do you think, you know, we haven't seen the same Julius in the postseason yet that we saw in the regular season? Well, they loaded up on him pretty good. So uh, when, when a team does that, when they put two or three guys on you, you've been, you you got to make the play. And either you got to get easy buckets, you know, transition, or off-driving kick. you got to keep moving around. And so, uh, you know, and he's seen a lot of that this year. But uh, you, when you have a second and then the third guy, uh, you know, that can make it tough. But that should lead to the offensive rebounding. It should lead to the open threes on the backside. So uh, we've got to trust the pass. Mark Berman. Hey, Tom, what finally led you to start down and – do you feel that the worked out? Well, uh, you know, the thing is, is he's been playing basically starter minutes for a while. So I, I think that the big thing was the start of the games, trying to get off to a good start, particularly on the road. Uh, but then, you know, then we have the problem in the second quarter. So we got to take a look at that. Steve Popper. Tom, some of the things you talked about before the game, I mean, with Derek inserted in there about how he open, can open things up maybe for Julius and stuff, it looked like he did some of that, but you guys still didn't convert. Did you feel like he, he did the things he needed to do? Yeah, and it's not just him. It doesn't fall on just one guy. You know, it, it falls on, you know, we have a number of guys that can make plays, uh, but anytime the second defender comes, it's usually not the first pass, it's the second pass that, it's going to get you the wide open shot. So we can't hold on to the ball. We can't allow the clock to. That's reset. very true. They held on to the ball a uh, shit ton tonight. Decisions. We got to move. Uh, and then we got to play with intensity. I thought our defense in 
Game two was vital because it got us into the open floor, got us some easy buckets. And I didn't think we ever really got our defense going in this game. And uh, we have to understand, you know, the intensity we have to bring to each game. Hmm. Hey, Tom, um, you know, you and Julius have said there's been no defense that uh, he hasn't seen yet. Um, and he's been, you know, he's been able to respond to a lot of those defenses a lot better than this. Why, why has he been unable to crack what Atlanta's been doing? Well, like I said, they're, they're loaded up pretty good. It's not just the second guy. It's the third guy also. He's got eight so, shots. Uh, and, and when that happens, he, again, the, the big thing is to get rid of the ball, make plays early, you know. And, and when you do that – you know, usually you can get really high percentage shots off of that. And, you know, with your primary scores, you know, you that's what you want. When you get the second defender on the ball, uh, their responsibility is to get rid of it, to, to make plays for their teammates. Because anytime you have two on the ball, it means you have an advantage on the backside. Uh, and whether that's a wide open shot, a drive, or the second shot, there are a lot of good things that come off of that. Mike Morkinoff? Tom, uh, their three-point shooting tonight, you know, 59%. Uh, why do you think they had that kind of success? Was it uh, just hitting shots, or was it the way that Trey was kind of creating open? Yeah, compilation, Mike. I think that the ball got into the paint. I thought, I thought they, they made a second penetration. I thought they shared the ball well. Uh, you know, I want to take a look at, you know, the, the execution of, of what we were trying to do. Uh, we allowed that first pass out pretty quick, so you know, we got to take a look at that as well. Yeah. Last question, Chris Harry. Hey, Tom. I, I guess I wanted to ask you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit with just the decision on Derek and, and kind of how making him available so early to start a game, obviously. Um, that that pays dividends, but at the same time, it kind of makes stuff a little bit more difficult with the second quarter. You, you guys, I think, got more out of your offense than really anybody expected. The team, on some levels, had a season that very few people expected. Is, is it? Do you feel like, in some ways, you kind of have to? You're squeezing as much as you possibly can out of the team, and kind of where is the team stealing? <laughs> He's not going to say that. But yeah. You guys have done. Sure, you feel like you can get more. Out of Julius and RJ with different looks and stuff like that, and I trust that we will. And I see the way these guys work every day, and I see how they approach things, and their their attitude is very upbeat, and their work ethic is second to none. Um, so we're we're disappointed, obviously, in the way we play, and we'll take a good hard look at it and come back with more determination in the next game. And you know, we have great belief in each other. Like that, our bench is is very good. Uh, so they're, but, but they went through an adjustment in this game also. So we have to settle settle that down, and uh, hopefully we'll play better on Sunday. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, literally can't play worse. So that's a good sign. Um, I thought in terms of the stuff that you're saying about Ju- in terms of Julius um, getting the ball out, the key was <laughs> when you get two on the ball. Julius, there was one on the ball for most of the night. It was Gallinari playing up on him, and Julius like, couldn't do anything, or whether it was Gallinari or whoever else. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
he and I feel I feel for him because it's the first time I think he feels like the shot's not there. So he's struggling with this balance between like, all right, I got to get myself going, but at the same time, I got to get my teammates going, and yet the teammates aren't hitting shots. I, you know, it's it's not an easy go of things right now for for Julius. I refuse to 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 believe that everything that we've seen over the the in course of the season is just going to go away. I think he's going to figure it out. Famous last words, maybe. All right, let's get back to the Super Chat. Nick Moy, long-time listener, first-time Super Chat. Welcome, Nick. Uh, picked a great night to, to make your debut. Love the work that you do. Uh, thank you very much. Was hoping for the W, me too, but hey, that's just how it is. Yeah, that is how it is. Very frustrating night. Incredibly frustrating night. I'm frustrated. Don't get me wrong. I'm frustrated. But, oh, wait, here's Julius. Okay, here we go. We'll get back to the Super Chat again. Julius, Julius, how would you assess kind of what you saw out there tonight from you guys and just from yourself? Well, we saw one bad first in the second quarter. Uh, about five, six minutes ago, and that was a difference of the game. I guess, you know, this uh, was the most hostile crowd you've faced all year. Um, you feel you guys did Adjust to uh, playing on the road against the, you know, close to a, a packed house. No, I don't think we're really worried about the crowd. Uh, we're just worried about what's going on on the court. Uh, how do we adjust to your wins? Uh, we can do that until the field's out of the door next game. Hey, Parkinoff. Uh, Julius, you and, and both Tibbs have been saying that you've seen these defenses before all season long. I mean, is there anything that the Hawks are doing differently? And, and if not, then why do you think the results are different this time around? Uh, we just got to adjust. We just got to adjust. Um, and we will. So, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Steph Bondi. Hey, Julius. Um, when they're loading up, how much of it is on you to get rid of the ball faster um, or, or make the quicker play? Uh, yeah, it's on me, but... Um, it's on me. I just gotta. I gotta find a way to read. Read how that's a little bit better. Steve Popper. You, you guys shuffled the lineup today. Derek obviously offensively became a big. What kind of difference did it make having him there? Did that help at all with you? Uh, yeah, good game. You know, he's uh, tough on the pick and roll. Uh, was able to get downhill um, and attack. So um, it was definitely a threat. Uh, obviously. Um, and, you know, it's up to me, other guys, we all got to play better, so. Last question, Bobby Childs. Julius, back to the second quarter, what did you see there? Was it more on the offensive side for you guys or defensive side that, that allowed him to get that right? I think a little bit of both. Uh, offense got a little stagnant. Um, yes. Long rebounds, uh, turnovers a little bit. And uh, they were able to get out of a couple threes and busted the game over. Thank you, Julius. He ain't wrong. Okay. Let's get back to the Super Chat here. C.T. Pittman, patron saint of the Super Chat, C.T. Uh, these are lessons. Remember, we weren't supposed to be here. Damn Skippy. Uh, no one expected us to win 41 games. This is part of the growing process. Got to take the ups and the downs. Still proud of these guys. I'm proud of them, too. Um, again, I've, I've not the first time I'll be accused of being a Knicks apologist uh, or a Tibbs apologist or an anybody an apologist. But I just – 
I don't know. They're figuring out how to win in the playoffs. It's really hard to win in the playoffs, especially when you're going against a team that has a guy that really, you know, can't be guarded. At least the Knicks don't really have the personnel to guard him. And I'm not sure there's too many teams that do have the personnel to guard him. And they're hanging tough. Uh, Varun James. Seeing Taj calm RJ down was amazing. I mean, Taj Gibson, I haven't talked about him yet, but as good a game as you could possibly expect. I know he didn't end up shooting the ball that well, but I got belief we got the right mentors to tide us through this. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, whether they win the series or not, I, 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 you, you watch tonight, and obviously as frustrated as you are as of what you saw, this does not strike me as a team that's coming apart at the seams. This strikes me as a team that is that is really having some struggles with what Atlanta is doing on defense. Um, and they they just haven't been able to figure it out. And the question is, will they? And again, I think some of it's just going to come down to hitting shots. Um, J-Prov, my fear with Rose starting was you lost your advantage uh, with the bench scoring. Not popular, but start Frank in Elf's minutes and ride Rose in the second half. I, I, look, I, I love Frank Nilekina. Recording in progress. Right. Durham Rose is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll unmute you. Mark I, Berman. I have a question. Uh, yeah, hey, Derek. Um, just you got the start tonight. Uh, when did you know you were starting? And how did you think that all worked out? <laughs> um, I found out uh, this morning at War Group. And, Blowing up Tim's uh, spot. <laughs> Tim said he didn't know who was starting yeah, for the game. Found out this morning. Uh, That's just great. Just have to get prepared for you and be right. And, uh, yeah, that, that was about it. Ian Beagley. Derek, what do you think uh, hurt you guys this tonight in Atlanta? I mean, it seemed like defensively, uh, they got it going from three. How did you see it? Uh, the second quarter, I think that um, uh, when we're not making shots, uh, we still got to find a way and, uh, to play with that consistent like urgency and um, that effort. Uh, they did a great job with finding guys um, on the second pass, hockey assists. If it wasn't the second pass, they were uh, – driving the ball on, on the second pass and just great having and um, um, we just got to make an adjustment. Helps you to make shots. Derek Tom was saying in that vein on defense that uh, maybe guys were not, the intensity was not where it needs to be. Did you feel that today that maybe whether it was the crowd, whatever it was, that you guys didn't seem up to that today? Yeah. Uh, it was the second quarter, I think, um, the first quarter. Uh, kind of played the, um, decent um, the second quarter. That's when everything um, uh, kind of fell apart and they, they gained confidence. And uh, it, it was around the time that we wasn't making shots. That's I think true. We scored this 20 something, high 20 something uh, to uh, like 12 or 13 or something like that. And uh, we just got to find a way to um, um, just grind it out. But we're not making shots. Um, we can't, like I said, we can't. Have, play lots of days on the, on the defensive end if um, we know that uh, we're not getting easy basket. Um, do anybody know how many fast break points we had today? 
Zero? Zero. All we had is zero. So, yeah, I mean, in the playoff games, in these playoff games, we got to find ways to get an easy basket. And tonight they did a great job with um, um, getting back. And I think that we didn't look to push the ball in the open court enough, especially when it was missing. Yes. Please. Stefan D. There all season, you guys have been relying on uh, Julius and RJ kind of as your one-two punch. It's not really uh, true, but you know, it hasn't been the case in the playoffs so far. What do you see there? Why? Why isn't it happening the way it's um, it did in the regular season for those two? Uh, you know, I really can't put a finger on it, bro. Uh, uh, they're 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 doubling from weird spots. Um, they're coming from. Sometimes the top, sometimes mostly baseline, but if they make a move towards the top, their guys are I'm doing a good job of just being in right there. Um, or just making sure they don't get a clean lane or a clean look. And um that's what I mean, fast great points. Like uh when you know that um teams are keying in on you like that, we gotta find ways to get you or get them to easy basket or anybody easy basket. Um and you get it mostly in the open court um, when the defense is a set, and um, when they don't have they when they're not locked in on you like the way they've been. Interesting. Derek, uh, you guys have tried. It seems like a, a bunch of different coverages and pick and roll defenses against Trey, and, and today it seemed like he even didn't wait for the screen to come. Uh, is there anything else that you guys could try to try to slow him down and just what have you thought of the way he's playing? Scored, give him 105 uh, points. Uh, but no, we, I, I think we got um, a few more coverages, but um, they was just knocking down shots. I think they shot they, by halftime, they was 50%. Um, wasn't talking, um, wasn't making the sec- second or I wasn't, I know a few times, but I didn't make the second or third. That's um, to contest shots and if you're not making them plays, Derek's the best man. Team like this, there's no way you're going to win games. So, last question, Jimmy Harris. Um, Derek, you've seen Julius play with so much confidence this season. Um, but do you sense him being a little hesitant and losing confidence in his perimeter shot? It's a good question. I wouldn't say that. It's just that he um gotta make smart decisions. Like right now, um. He's getting off the ball early. I think throughout the game, he has to pick, um, pick, pick and choose when to um, pick his spots. And like I said, it goes back to getting out early. You have to get out early so that he can um, get lost um, within the game. And We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They don't have all the eyes on them, but we're in the half court, so we got to find easy, easy ways to get them baskets or get good looks. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Look at this guy. Has as good a just an utterly unbelievable game. Um and recording he, stopped. And he talks about how he didn't make enough of an effort um on some plays to get out on defense. What a fucking second round pick and Dennis Smith Jr. We got this guy for. Unbelievable. So we left off with Jay J Prop. I'm gonna keep getting back to the super chat. Um yeah, I mean I like here's the thing. As everybody just said, they lost this game in the second quarter. But if you look at it, they lost this game in the second quarter when the starters came back in. Um, like, I I thought the bench was, you know, it was fine. Did they lose a little bit without Rose in there? Yeah, of course they lost a little bit. But if you put Frank in with the starters, think about this. If you put Frank in with the starters and you try to survive five or six minutes with Frank and this version of Julius and this version, like – they need to try to get Julius going, and they need I, – I, I don't know if it's going to happen this series. They need to try to get RJ going um, and just the offense going. And, like, if you put in Frank in there, that's like, this is not going to happen. Um, if you want to give me a couple minutes of Frank with the second unit here or there, that's fine. But I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I love Frank Nilkina. He's, he's, he's not the answer. Um, your boy Ben's. Mac, I love you, but if we give Julius the praise, he could then be criticized. Absolutely should be criticized. We criticize him up, up and down. I just I'm I'm more about like it I don't I don't think he's I just I think he just needs to hit shots. He's been terrible because he's not hitting shots. I just don't I'm not criticizing his decision making process. I don't feel like the looks that he's taking are terrible looks. I feel like the ones that are borderline bad looks, and there's definitely been some borderline bad looks for 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 Randall. Um, or because he's trying to get himself going. And where's the balance? Where's the balance for Julius between between trying to get yourself going and and just trying to get off the ball early, as Derek was just saying? Um, and I don't know the answer to that question. Right? Obviously, he hasn't struck it yet. But I think he's, he's, he's in his own head. He's trying to figure it out. But I don't – you know, I, I've been frustrated with players before who just like I feel like they're abandoning the offense because they – are just looking to get buckets. I don't feel that that's what I'm seeing when I'm watching Julius Randle. Maybe that's just me, but like you guys know me, I'll be critical of a player if they deserve it. I just, I just feel like Julius is trying to figure it out. Um, we can't blame Elf all the time. He has uh, not had a good series. As far as yeah, he's had a terrible series. He's had a bad series. Um, no, no question. Uh, Adam. Two YB. If Burks hits that three to make the league nine, we win. I mean, there's there was oh God. It felt like there were at least a half dozen instances where either if we make a shot or Atlanta doesn't make a shot, maybe just maybe this is a different game, and none of them went our way. We didn't hit. Any, we didn't hit any of them, and they hit all of them. Goodness. Mike it's 
RJ. Um, RJ, you guys shot 36.7% from the floor tonight, and it seems like the Hawks' defense has been overloading, Julius especially all series. Is there anything you guys you think you can do adjustments-wise to create easier shots for yourselves? Um, honestly, just, you know, driving kicks, just continuing to do that. I think we also are getting a lot of good shots. Uh, I know I'm getting a lot of good shots, a lot of wide open threes that I need to make. Um, yeah, that's about it. Ian Beasley? For, I mean, RJ, for you, is it just a matter of, of, of missing open looks, or is, is there something that Atlanta's doing to slow you down, or what are you seeing out there from yourself? I'll see it. I'm all good. It's got to be good. Steve Popper. Okay, on the other end, Tom was saying he thought maybe that second quarter, especially maybe the intensity defensively kind of lagged a little. Do you guys think the shooting troubles maybe got guys frustrated or something? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Uh, I think, you know, it was like a, it was like a tie game. But like, I don't know, five minutes left in the second. And then they kind of went on a run. I mean, runs happened. Um, you know, we just, we can't let them do that. You know, we got to continue to fight. And uh, there's no way this would be, you know, going on a crazy run like that, scoring that many points. Mark Burnish. Hey, RJ. Yeah, they really showed their three-point shooting tonight. I mean, how difficult was it? Was it defense or they were just making great shots? And what's the mood of the team right now? This was kind of a blowout for the second half. It's an 11 point fucking game, Mark. We didn't. They won the game. Stephanie. The playoffs here are, you know, not only the, the intensity ratchets it up because postseason, but now all of a sudden there's a crowd, whereas there wasn't before. How much does shot making have to do with pressure and, and being able to handle that? That's a good question. I like Steph's questions. I'm not going to stop this from, from playing basketball. Uh, you know, we'll just we'll come back. We'll see, you know, we'll be ready. Last question, Tom Marion. Okay, how much of an adjustment was it to have you starting line up tonight? Sorry, I didn't really hear that. Thank you, RJ. He's going to be fine. I've been very critical of RJ over this year at different points. At different points during this year. Um, I think RJ is going to be all right. I think RJ is going to be all right. Um, We'll see. Um, I could be wrong, but we'll see. 
All right, Adam to YB. Yeah, here we go. I read that comment already. Uh, Mon Gu Sun. Our dark horse has been playing well um, in Hunter without the injuries. He has been playing as good as RJ this year. Um, our dark horse has been playing well. And yeah, I mean, Hunter has made a, a huge difference. And that's why, you know, one Hunter was out, was obviously out for the second two games. Um, he was in for the first game, but it was under Lloyd Pierce. And, um, Bogdan Bogdanovich had not really wasn't really a part of the road. Not he was a part of the rotation, but they hadn't figured out how to use Bogey yet. And there's just it was a very poorly coached team at that time. Hunter being back made a huge difference. Um, I thought the fact that Atlanta was able to put Hunter on on uh, Derek in the second half, especially, was absolutely massive. Um, they put Hunter on, I noticed at first at the, in the second quarter, and then I think they put him on him a fair amount in the second half as well. Um, DeAndre Hunter is a fucking badass defender and that, and that you have that luxury. And that's why it's a trickle down effect, which goes back to the first thing I said at the beginning of the live stream, we're close to the beginning of the live stream, which is that that's why you needed another shot creator and why as much, I, look, I've sung Reggie Bullock's praises up and down. He's been massive addition. Um, but that spot, if, if RJ is going to have these struggles and you're going to play a traditional five, then in the, in the Reggie spot is that's where you're going to get your, your guy who can become a matchup advantage. I mean, hopefully RJ becomes this in due time where, you know, you, what you can't tra- hide Trey young on someone, but you know, it's just, it's tough. They just, they, they don't, they just don't have a lot of guys to create matchup advantages, which is why you heard everybody say when you get two on the ball, maybe you got to have guys that create matchup advantages. And that's been Julius all year. And he's not really been able to do that because he's not, he's not hitting shots. It's all, you know, it's all interconnected. Unfortunately, um, Michael Queller, Queller, it's obvious that Tibbs issue is offense. He literally can't figure out how to get his best player going on offense. Thank God I didn't make a baby. LOL. Um, I, I don't know again, what, what is Tibbs supposed to do to get Randall going? Um, I mean, the Knicks had the best offense in basketball for over a month this season. Think about that for a second. The Knicks, the New York Knicks, had the best offense in basketball for over a month this season. Um, the man could coach offense, but when you get in a playoff series and you get somebody who can game plan against you and scheme against you and know exactly what they're going to see – and they they obviously studied the tape on Randall, and they're like, "All right, well, we're gonna if he beats us this way, he'll beat us this way, but we're not gonna. That's the what we're gonna give him, you know. Just like the Knicks are giving Trey, like if Trey Young's gonna make a floater, Trey Young's gonna make a floater. That's what we're gonna give him. Well, guess fucking what? Trey Young's making floaters. Guess what? Julius Randall's not making tough shots. He's made tough shots all year long. He's not making them right now. The Knicks are down two one. Um and to be honest with you, they should, should probably be down to three zero. Um, okay, well let's uh, let's keep it going. CT Pivot, my main man, CT Pivot. Knicks fans, calm down. I love you, CT. Um, the doom and gloom when we lose is aggravating. It, it it aggravates me something fierce, which is why I'm 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 surprised. You know anybody still tunes into me because I just get angry <laughs> sometimes when people get mad. Um, at, at these losses when it's like, you, you know, I, I don't want to go on a rant, but just like, imagine being a Clippers fan right now. Imagine being a Clippers fan. 
where you came into the season as like you were a title co-favorite more or less and like you know you know or imagine being i'm trying to think of another another team um you know the heat to a certain extent like this is I, I get that it's not satisfying to sit here and be like it's house money because we're here and you want to produce and you want to perform but talent wins in the nba you know you you can only manufacture so much you can only scheme so much at the end of the day you need you need guys who could do stuff um again which is why say everything you know <laughs> You know, we laugh at them, but, it's you know, Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Nets, king of culture, right? Culture, 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 scheme, Atkinson. They got a plan. They had to shoot a bunch of threes, all this bullshit. Guess what? All that shit went out the window when they had a chance to get fucking, um, you know, James Harden. And, and, uh, and when KD was like, yeah, get this fucking coach out of here. Because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what wins in the NBA. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's true. Um, you know, I know that's not 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 altogether satisfying to hear right now, but it is what it is. Anyway, uh, these are professionals. No one is going to lay down. They're not going to lay down. Uh, I really do think they're going to win game four. This is the NBA not going to win them all. Uh, David Crockett. Atlanta still hasn't played a great fourth yet. Just got to keep it close. Yet. I completely agree. I think if the Knicks keep I think the Knicks will keep game four close late. And I think they're going to win game four. I'm going to say it again. Robert Cross, Randall and Barrett are too tight. Very much agree. Um, period. Nothing else to say here. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm saying it in, in, in 18 different ways. The Knicks lost that game by 11 in which they gave up 59% on threes. And their two leading scorers this season combined to shoot four for 24. Four for 24 not to mention Alec Burks, two for eight, Reggie Bullock, three for eight, Emmanuel Quickly, two for eight. And they lost by 11. You know, it's – got to make shots. Um, King Ace, Randall playing hot potato with the ball was painful. Again, we got a comment here. He's playing hot potato with the ball. We got other, you know, people saying he's he's forcing it too much. He's, he's, it's, it's not, he's not in a good place. It's what happens when you're in a slump. Uh, forgotten NYC. Got to give some credit where credits due. Hawks have completely neutralized Julius and RJ. I mean, I think I think RJ. It's more Julius than RJ. They have they have they have basically constructed a defense to stop Julius Randle and said, "Hey, everybody else, just stay home on your guys. We're gonna shade him. We're not gonna double him. We're gonna shade him. When we when he when they double him, he passes the ball, and they're and they're flying out like hell to 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 uh, prevent open shots." And uh, the Knicks are tentative, and it's not just RJ who's tentative. Um, actually, I would say actually RJ is the one guy who's really not tentative. Um, Quickly's been tentative. Reggie's been tentative. Alec has been a little tentative. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are those are your guys. Um, I'm just hoping that Game Five in MSG is in an el elimination game. I don't think it will be. Andre Talmadge. If we get anything close to regular season, Randall. Uh, we won't lose another game. Listen, at this point, you just got to hope to get it to game seven. Um, I said before the game uh, on, on multiple uh, platforms, I, I said I thought this was a borderline must-win game. They didn't win it. 
Um, am I going to sit here now and say they're going to lose the series? No, I'm not going to say that. I think if they, it, I think if they win Game Four after, that's why series are funny. In the manner they lost this game, if they can now come back and win Game Four, I think they're in a good spot. Not a great spot, a good spot. If they could win Game Four, because then you feel like, oh my God, we've played like dog shit, utter dog shit for three games, and we'll see what they do in Game Four. If they could figure out a win game way to win Game Four, you could say we played like dog shit for th- pretty much three games, and we have home court advantage back. So I'm going to feel really good if they win Game Four, and it, again, I think they're going to win Game Four. Hush, Zoo. Um, I know I sent a pretty negative super chat. It's okay, Hush. I'm sorry. Um, I went off on you a little bit. That's my bad. Uh, just know the season is still a success no matter what happens. Completely agree. Um, just a bit of an overreact. I mean, look, we're, we're all in our feelings right now. I get that this – I don't know. I, I feel bad because I, I – I, I, everybody was so hyped before this playoffs. And while I was excited, you know, there's a reason I was like – this series is going to be really hard because I, I kind of, you know, um, you knew this could come. You knew this could come. It's a, it's a really good fucking Hawks team. So, you know, I, I don't blame anybody for being disappointed. Um, I don't blame anybody for being disappointed. Um, I'm disappointed too. But they're not done yet. They're not done yet. They, they have not played badly. They have shot horribly. They have not played badly, even if they could ramp up their defensive intensity a little bit. I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but uh, I'm going to stick by it. Um, Duran Visual Variant. Oh, hey, Duran. What's going on? You've been here before. What about playing Randall at the five and get Capella away from the basket? That sounds great if Randall's going to hit shots, but Rand- right now Randall – Randall could get open threes if he wants. If they, if they, if Randall wants open threes, they could just set a screen and he could curl around the screen and step into an open three. That's not where they're at right now because he's just not shooting it very confidently. Um, and again, the defensive game plan for me, at least, it has worked because they've given up. Think about the the three games. In game one, they gave up what one hundred seven. Game two, they gave up, I think it was 90, was it 91 or 92 or 93, something. It was in the low 90s. Um, and today they gave up 105. So they're essentially giving up 101 or 102 points per game. I'm actually going to look right now. I would wager that if the Hawks have the best defense in the NBA playoffs, I would wager that the Knicks have the second best defense. Uh, fifth. So the oh I forgot I forgot the Heat were in the playoffs. So the Bucks have the best defense. Nets second, Hawks third, Lakers fourth, Knicks fifth. Knicks are giving up 105.9 points per hundred possessions to the Hawks. I mean you can't complain about that number. So I, I feel like the notion of like let's play Randall at the five um, and throw everything else to shit. I just I I have to trust that they're going to figure out a way to get this offense going that doesn't involve abandoning their defensive principles. Um, not to say that, that playing Randall at the five can't work defensively. I'm just not ready to go there yet. Yet. 
let's see where we're at at halftime next game. Um, Tyler Michaels, thanks for the optimism, but the Knicks aren't getting good shots. Um, Atlanta creates a quality look nearly every time down the floor. How can we get better looks? <laughs> Fucking go sign Trey Young. <laughs> sign Kawhi Leonard. Uh, trade for Damian Lillard. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, who else can we get? Uh, I'm being, I'm, I'm being silly. Um, look again, it's, it's go back through just literally any playoffs in the history of the NBA and look at the teams who win those series. It's generally speaking nine times out of 10, the team with the better shot creator or better shot creators um, wins the series uh, because that's, that's, you know, that's what beats game plans. You can't game, you can't, can't game plan for Trey Young. Trey Young's going to hit floaters like that. Trey Young's, you know, going to hit floaters like that. It sucks. And I, I don't, I don't mean to laugh off the question, but um, you know, you can't, you can't um, <laughs> good shots are hard to come by in the playoffs. Let's, let's say that. Uh, Jeremy Chase, we've been on a season-long heater, and now we're suddenly hitting a cold patch. Um, guess what? It's 2-1. Very true. Uh, one win on Sunday, and it's best of three with two at MSG. will be fine. Again, I don't know if we'll be fine, but um, they. I do want to say one thing. They, um, The Knicks put up 33s tonight, and they hit nine. So they're a little under their average. They, they shot 30% from three. Um, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, if they hit four more threes, they win the game because that's that's not fair. I think it's it's the tentativeness. It's the tentativeness and the fact that that the again, this is all interconnected. The Hawks are getting out on the shooters quicker, making them think twice. Reggie Bullock has to think twice about firing away. Emmanuel quickly has to think twice about firing away. Which is why you saw quickly. He's like, I got to get into the lane. I got it because they're they're playing up on me, right? They're playing up on me. So either I take a thirty footer or I take what the defense is giving me and try to get into the teeth. And he's, you know, he hasn't produced. And like Reggie Bullock's not, he's not getting into the teeth of the defense. Uh, I thought Alec Burks could have done more. Yeah, I, I don't want to listen. We're not. We're, Alec Burks was their 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 best player in game one. He was not great in game two. He was not great again tonight. I thought Alec Burks needed to do a little bit more, but again, there's a reason I'm not trying to pile on Alec Burks. God knows, but there's a reason that you, you're able to sign a guy with that skill set to a one year, $6 million deal, because for as much as Alec Burks can do, and obviously we have seen him do it um, a lot this season, and he's been an incredibly important player for them. Um, you know, he's, he's not the most consistent guy. Um that's the guy that I feel because RJ doesn't have that skill set yet. Quickly is a rookie. doesn't really have that skill set yet. Um, Rose did what he did. Um, so where's the shot creation going to come from? I, you know, R- Burks has been that guy. He, he was not that guy tonight. He went two for eight. Um, you know, it, it hurt. Um, okay. Let's keep going. Gus, Mac, love your work, but you're out of your mind tonight. Most frustrating night of my life. I don't know how you can be. I mean, I'm frustrated too, but I don't like, why is this the most frustrating night of your life? Julius can't handle this. I'd bet my life on Atlanta Sunday. I mean, all right. Um, I, I don't, if you want to say Julius Randall can't handle playoff pressure because of, because of three games, 
and not really three games. It's it's he, I mean, he was looking pretty good on on second half on on uh, Wednesday. Um, I don't know. I mean, the man, and just to keep it a hundred. So Julius Randle tonight took fifteen shots. He ended up with fourteen points. Obviously, he was two for fifteen. Horrible, 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 horrible. Got to the line eight times. Okay. Still pulled down 11 rebounds. Like, had a terrible game, but, like, I don't know. if you, I, We must be watching different players. I, I do not feel like I'm watching a guy who doesn't have another gear in him. He hasn't gotten to that other gear yet. I don't feel like I'm watching that. But we'll see. Maybe you'll be right. Uh, Anthony Sixto, outside of Trey, I think the Knicks are a mentally stronger team. Uh, we'll find out on Sunday. With everything you mentioned, this is a recipe for a series that can swing hard in our favor at any time. Just takes one win. Takes one win. Go win Sunday. Go win Sunday. It's a new series. It's all it takes. Uh, Troy Hendrickson. Have to go small, in my opinion. I'd love to. Okay, again, another vote for going small. Not crazy. Um, I'd love to see what Randall can do in open space when Capella actually has to guard someone. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not there yet, but it's not crazy. It's not crazy. I'm just not there yet. Not there yet. Let's again. Let's see where we're at at halftime. He here's the thing. Tibbs has that in his back pocket. Um, but but guys need to hit shot. But it it will open up the offense. I'll say that. Uh, ML Nair. Other than Rose, they were all too hesitant to shoot. Completely agree. They need to stop over dribbling and be decisive on their shots. Yes, 100%. Uh, Jonathan Chaverez, would you pay a player that doesn't show up in the playoffs? Is it worth it? Look, if we get to whatever this series ends in, if it ends in five, if it ends in six, if it ends in seven, and this is this is what we have from Julius Randle, I think here's what that does. It makes Julius Randle think twice about accepting the max that the Knicks could give him right now, because the max that the Knicks could give him right now is um, it's like four years and, and uh, $120 million or something like that. You know, you pay him an average of a $30 million, $30 million a year, as opposed to what you're going to be able to pay him a year from now, which is like $40 million a year or close to it. Um, like, I don't know. I still have the faith. It's three games. It's three games. Uh, Sincere the genius. Randall is the engine and the engine check light is on. Very, very good comment. I like that. Uh, Chad Cohen. Just imagine if we had another Derrick Rose now. That's what we could use. Yeah. Um, and and those and those guys are out there. Um, you just, they're tough to come by. Um, Chad Cohen. Uh, that was Chad Cohen's comment. Oh, last one. Okay. And then we're caught up. Did you see Peyton's mother laughing at the team for losing tonight because EP wasn't starting? Bad look on her part and his. I did not see that. Um, I think I follow his mom on Twitter. Um, I don't really give a shit what she says. If the, if she really If she really did that, she could go fuck all the way off because – Again, I don't – I talked about this a little bit on pregame. I don't know the whole story. 
I don't know the whole story, but I will say unequivocally and with faith in what I have heard, this organization has gone, uh, and it's, this is not Tibbs, the organization has gone above and beyond to try to accommodate Alfred Payton. So if that's a real thing that she was laughing at the team, just like that's not okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold my words but that's not okay because her son if it was just if 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 it was just based on his play and this was any other team or any other organization would have been gone a long fucking time ago he's been i i don't need to talk about alfred payton it's the last thing i want to talk about tonight or his fucking mother uh, Kevin McEwen, tell them all out there to relax. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I mean, Kevin, you're one of you're one of the good ones, Kevin. Thank you. Um, do the old Aaron Aaron Rodgers R E L A X. Relax. Uh, these are growing pains, in my opinion. Yes, they are. Uh, we weren't even supposed to be here. Game four. Let's go. I completely agree. Uh, Kane Marco Julius is choking. You could say it. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to say he's been choking through three games, that's fine. Um, I guess my only response is I, I don't, I don't feel like because he's kind of choked the first three games that he's going to keep choking. I, I, I still believe in this guy. I still believe in this guy. Um, and look, maybe there's going to be egg on my face in a few days. We're, we're going to find out. Um, just, I, I would just, the last thing I'll say on Julius, like, you know, and again, <laughs> Nick's apologist here. Um, and then, then we're going to get out of here. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Andrew just texted me. Oh, wow. How'd that work out for you? Proud mama. Yeah, you can go fuck all the way off, hon. Fuck all the way off. I would love someone. Feel free to clip this. Feel free to clip this and tag her or send it to her or DM her. You can go fuck all the way off. I don't know where you could go fuck all the way off to, but go fuck all the way off somewhere fun because if you're going to fuck all the way off, you might as well have a good time while doing it. There you go. You happy you texted me that picture, Andrew? I hope so. Wow. What a fucking douche. What a fucking douche. Wow. They started your fucking kid when he could not fucking throw the ball in the fucking Hudson River from Chelsea Piers, and you're going to mouth off about this? Oh, my God. Your kid gave up on the fucking court. He gave up. He gave up in front of everybody. He said, I'm done. Proud mama. I hope you're proud. Oh, oh my God. All the way off. <clears throat> I get defending your kid. I'm a father. I get it. I'm a dad. But fucking Christ. This organization did your son a favor. Many favors. Oh. 
Ugh. Ugh. Sorry about that, folks. Um, uh, Eugene and Yeosa. I uh, hope I pronounced your last name right. Uh, thank you for your generous contribution to the Super Chat. I appreciate it. Um, Eric Fu. LOL. That is not going to be good for the locker room. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, oh my God. This is, this is literally, this is literally as frustrated as I've been all year. Oh, oh my God. All right. <clears throat> all right. I am going to, uh, go to sleep or watch. I'm sure there's a game on right now. Who's playing right now. Can somebody tell me who's playing right now. Let's see. Let's find out who's playing right now. Cause I, I just, I'm like, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Clippers are playing right now. The Clippers are winning by three. Uh, and the Celtics are beating the Nets. How about that? I don't know how to feel about that. I don't really care. Um, all right. I'm going to go watch the end of the Clippers Mavs game. Um, can't believe it. Hey, uh, it's talk about, talk about things you talk about things you, you did not, uh, think you would say, uh, go, go Mavs. Um, man. All right. Uh, everybody have a good night and, uh, I will see y'all after the game on Sunday. Adios.